Hey everybody and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host, and today on the show we have Joseph Prince, and he is actually talking to us about how God is near to the brokenhearted. Here's Joseph. My Bible says in Psalms 146, it says, God counts the number of stars. He counts the number of the stars and He calls them by name. And immediately the psalmist says, before that, He heals the brokenhearted. He binds up their wounds. Look at the contrast. Right after that, He counts the number of the stars. He calls them all by name. And yet, it comes right after it says, He heals the broken heart and binds up their wounds. The God who amongst us can count the, the number of the stars? Who among us can fathom the sorrow of a broken heart? The same God who can count the number of the stars and call them by names is the God who binds up the broken hearted on earth. What a savior. In the greatness of his love, he gave us his only begotten son. He sent him to this earth to heal broken hearts. One of the primary things that Jesus said he came to do, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor and to heal the broken hearted. You know, the world is full of broken hearts. There might be outward gaiety and laughter, but like Solomon says in the book of Proverbs, even in laughter, the heart is sorrowful. So they try to cover up with laughter. You know, you switch on the TV, you hear them laughing all the time, but no one knows the secret sorrows and broken hearts out there in the world. But Jesus does. And he binds up the broken hearts. Do you know how he binds up our broken hearts? Remember that weeping sinner woman who came in Luke 7 and, and wept at his feet and Jesus was at the house of a Pharisee and he looked at the Pharisee and the Pharisee was thinking in his mind, well, if Jesus knew, if he's a prophet, he would know what kind of woman this is. Obviously, she was a woman of ill repute in that town. How she found his house, I do not know. She probably knew his address before this. Anyway, she heard that Jesus was in his house, in the Pharisee's house, and she made her way there. And the Bible says she wept over his feet because in those days they would recline, their feet would be behind, and she would come behind, and Jesus is looking at the Pharisee, and the Pharisee is looking at her. And she would weep at his feet and wipe his feet with her hair. And then Jesus looked at the Pharisee, and Jesus knew what he was thinking. If he was a prophet, he would know what kind of woman this is. And Jesus says, Simon, there was the name of the Pharisee, I have something to tell you. There were two debtors. One owed $100,000 and the other owed $100. When they both could not pay the creditor, he forgave them both. Which of the two debtors do you think will love him more? He's speaking the Pharisee's language because he had dollar signs in his eyes. And then he said, well, I suppose the one he forgave the most. I came to your house. You gave me no customary greeting. You don't give me the water to wash 
my feet. But since she came in, she has not ceased to weep on my feet and to wipe my feet with her hair. You know why she does that, Simon? Because whoever is forgiven much will love much. And that's why our message is to tell the world, you are forgiven. It needs to be received, yes, but you need to tell them they are forgiven. Amen. We are all forgiven of our sins. It is because we, we think we are forgiven as we go. We are forgiven as we repent. Now, today in the Old Testament, if I live in the Old Testament, you have to repent first. Before God can bless you, before God can forgive you. But under grace, God forgives you already. And if you receive that forgiveness, that forgiveness will lead you to change your mind about whatever areas there is in your life. This is the gospel. And why are we so afraid to tell people that their sins are, are forgiven past, present, and future? They are. Because we think that we preach a message that tells people their sins are forgiven. By the way, that bad thought you had of me just now is forgiven. That worst thought that you had just now of Matt is forgiven. What a relief when you, when you live your life no longer introspective and self-occupied, but Christ-occupied. What a life! You will fail in your thought, word, and deed. I'm not prophesying, and some people don't like to hear that. But listen, this is not sinless perfection. You are righteous in God's eyes, but you are not your own righteousness. It's a gift. God sees you righteous, but in and of yourself, you will still fail. And you need to know you are forgiven. When a bad thought comes, just say, thank you, Lord. I'm forgiven. When you worship and a bad thought comes, you don't have to put on your hands, sit down, and start confessing, 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 confessing. You just say, thank you, Lord, I'm forgiven. And go on worshiping the Lord. That was Joseph Prince. And you can find that on YouTube. If you search under Joseph Prince, God is near to the brokenhearted. Praise on TBN. You can also find out more information at josephprince.com as well as tbn.com. Hope you have a wonderful day today and that you know that God loves you and that you can live a 320 life. God bless you.